Tipton. My name is Mary Claire Rains. I'm involved in the children's ministry here. I'm a GA teacher. We've heard on high.
Thank you, and be seated. Good morning. Are any other children coming to Happy Club today? I'm so glad you're in God's house. Merry Christmas. Were y'all excited when your parents told you you were going to church today on Christmas Day, or did you want to stay home and play with your presents? You want to stay home and play with your presents? I understand. That was kind of a loaded question. I'm sorry to put you on the spot like that. But we're glad you came to church because it's so important to be in God's house to worship Him, not only on Sunday as we do every Sunday, but especially this Sunday because this Sunday is Christmas and we celebrate God's coming into our world in a baby born in a manger whose name was Jesus, and we celebrate that today. I think Emily Rowe has the Happy Club bag. Let's see what she brought. It's a present. Now let's see what this is. Oh, let's see. Emily, this is going to take me a little bit of time. There's a wise man. There's Mary. There's a shepherd. I need a table. There's a wise man. There's a wise man. How many wise men does that make? <laughs> There's the baby in the manger. And there's a sheep. Maybe this, maybe this is Joseph instead of a shepherd. So that's Mary and Joseph. Can y'all see him, boys and girls? And the baby and the sheep and the wise men. One, two, three. Y'all have a nativity set like that at home? that shows Mary and Joseph and the baby and the sheep and the wise men. And sometimes there's some shepherds and some more animals. But we do that in our homes. And we we have sets like these to remind us of what that first nativity scene, that first scene where Jesus was born, what he might have looked like and what that might have been. But one thing we know, Jesus was born in a manger and people came to worship him. There were some shepherds, and here come the wise men from the east, and they're bringing gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, and they all come to worship Jesus on Christmas. And that's what we're in God's house to do today, to worship Jesus, because it's Christmas, and we celebrate the day he was born. This is his birthday. So whatever else you do today, you might want to sing happy birthday to Jesus because it's his birthday. Y'all, let's sing happy birthday to Jesus right now. Can we do that? Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. We sang that in the, the children's Christmas party, and the little boy at the end said, and many more... Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for being born in our world and changing our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, Miss Emily. I'm going to give you your nativity set back.
so you can take it home. Do you have this in your room, or is it in your den, or where do you have this? Hmm? It's in your den? All right. Well, we want you to be able to enjoy that today especially. So I'm going to put these back in. Thank you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think that was Joseph. <laughs> Miss Gina, would you fetch him for me, please, ma'am? Before he escapes. Thank you. All right. Here you go. Thank you, Emily. We need to give it to a boy, don't we? Where's Tyson? Will you take the bag home and bring back something special next week, please? Boys and girls, you can go to your seats, and, and uh, we're going to have a brief worship service in God's house. Thank you. Some chicklets. Just a simple man and wife somewhere in the dark. His words cut the silent night. Take my hand for the child that you carry is God's own. And though it seems the road is long, we're not that far from Bethlehem. Where all our hope and joy began For in our arms we'll cherish Him We're not that far from The Christmases go by, learn to live our days with our hearts near to the child, ever drawn, ever close to the only love that lasts. And though two thousand years have passed, we're not that far from Bethlehem. Where all our hope and joy began For in our hearts we'll cherish Him We're not that far We're not that far from Bethlehem Where all our hope and joy began 
We're going to sing one last medley. We're going to sing the birthday of a king. And O come, all ye faithful. Will you please stand as we sing.
And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. It's Christmas Day, and we celebrate Jesus coming down to make his home here on earth for just a little while so that we could one day have an eternal home with him. Let us pray. Dear Holy Father, Lord, we love you. We praise your name, Lord. You, Lord, you, you sent Jesus down here to love, love among us, but Lord, you didn't just send him down here to live, but you sent him down here to die, to pay the ultimate price for our sins. Lord, you loved us so much, you, you spared not even your only son. Lord, we come now before you with our tithes and offerings. Lord, we, we pray that you would just take them and use them to further your kingdom around the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Oh, it was you. 
didn't know you'd come to save us all, to take our sins away. Our eyes was blind, we could not see. We didn't know who you Thank you, Gary. We appreciate your flexibility with this Christmas schedule today. Beginning at 1030, we felt like it would give you an opportunity to to come and worship and be home uh, in time for your Christmas dinner. And then next Sunday morning, remember, um, no 830 service, January the 1st, New Year's Day. But we'll have regular schedule from then on, Sunday school at 9.30 and then the 10.50 and the 11 a.m. worship services. The gift of Jesus for a Christmas day, 1 Timothy 3.16, not 2 Timothy 3.16, which talks about all scripture, is inspired by God. 1 Timothy 3.16 is also a great passage. And as a matter of fact, many think it may have been the first Christmas carol. Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says this, Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of our religion. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among nations, believed on in the world, and taken up in glory. Manifested in the flesh, vindicated in the spirit, seen by angels. Does your translation have it almost in stanzas like that? Preached among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. Almost a hymn of the birth and death and resurrection of our Lord. Let's bow together. Father, as we come today to celebrate your birth on this holiest of days... We know that in the scheme of eternity, 33 years must have been just a flash in the eye, but how, how much you missed your son and how great was his sacrifice to leave heaven and all the rewards that existed there and descend to earth and dwell among us, living a sinless life, dying a cruel death, and being raised again. We thank you for that sacrifice, but we thank you today for the birth and how that began the sequence of events that led to our salvation. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I don't know where you are at home in your gift giving. If it has just begun 
Or if it's it's in process, maybe you open the stockings, but not the presents. Or maybe you've concluded it all. My, My guess is that would be the case if you had small children. I just know that gift giving is an important part of Christmas. I checked online this week to see what some ridiculous Christmas presents might be, just to see if any of you happen to get one of them. There is a Christmas tree hat that is very popular this year. There is a napkin that has a picture of a tie on it, so while you're eating, you still look like you're formally dressed. There is LED flashing tennis shoe laces, guaranteed to attract attention. And for those who really enjoy thumb wrestling, there are now thumb wrestling masks of your favorite wrestler. You can put his mask on your thumb. And if you really like thumb wrestling, they actually have a thumb wrestling ring you can stick your thumb up through, and it has the ropes and the guards and everything, and you can pretend like you're really thumb wrestling. Gift giving is an important part of Christmas, but remember gift giving was an important part of that first Christmas too. The wise men came from the east and saw the baby and worshipped him and presented him gifts. What were they? Gold and frankincense and myrrh. Although, to be perfectly honest, notice they didn't arrive in Bethlehem and then start giving gifts to each other at Christmas. They gave them all to Jesus. Somehow along the way, we've managed to turn that around and make it a little more self-serving. But originally, all the gifts went to Jesus. But the greatest Christmas gift, the gift that makes Christmas possible, is the gift of Jesus Christ himself. And one of the most beautiful expressions of that gift is right here in the middle of Paul's letter to Timothy. And as I mentioned, some have called this the first Christmas carol. So since Jesus was our first and greatest Christmas gift, what does that mean? What does it mean? First of all, it means that we need to receive something. We need to receive something. I can't imagine a time in human history when mankind needs Jesus any more than we need him right now. Amen? A recent study showed that 82% of those Americans surveyed indicated that stress was a major problem in their lives. 82%. How about that? All the things that modern technology have made possible have not gone to simplify our lives whatsoever. The iPhones and the iPads and the laptops and the emails and the texts have not made living easier for us. In fact, they've made our lives more complicated and more stressful. Now we can work all the time. Even when we go, even when we're at home and even when we go on vacation, we never get to be unconnected. There's nowhere we can go to get away from it. So life in today's world is filled with all kinds of stress for every one of us. How how we deal with it is the issue. I saw a new tranquilizer on the market recently. It says it does not really help you relax, but it makes you feel better about being tense. And I think somehow we need more than that. We can make mental changes. We can make physical changes that will alleviate stress. But the best way to manage stress is by making spiritual changes, friends. To know Jesus is the key. Not in a superficial way that most people seem to know Jesus in the same way we know Chipper Jones or Jimmy Carter. 
But to know him in the same way that Paul desires, as expressed in Philippians 3.10, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. That kind of fellowship with Jesus will produce power in your lives that will go to reducing stress. In relationship with Jesus, we can find peace that we can't find anywhere else. So the greatest gift we can receive this Christmas is for Jesus to be born in us today with power. The second thing, if Jesus is our first and greatest gift at Christmas, not only do we need to receive him, but we need to give him. And that's because our world is going crazy right now. You probably wondered why I brought a newspaper. Well, I didn't have time to finish my sermon, so I thought I'd read to you pages two or three. No, seriously, this is yesterday's paper. Police officer, apparent victim in Fitzgerald credit card scheme. Shoppers help security guards subdue suspect. New Air Jordans cause shopping frenzy across U.S. Tis the season to steal. It's an article about shoplifting. And how people spend $11.5 billion to fend off shoplifting. That's in our Tifton Gazette, friends. The world is going crazy. Violence is saturating our society so that people who used to use fists, used to settle their disputes with fistfights, now get into it with guns. Before long, I predict we'll all be carrying guns and it'll be like the Wild West all over again. People don't feel safe in their homes anymore. Families are falling apart. And if there was ever a day when people needed Jesus, we are living in that day. For Jesus is the answer and the only answer to the needs of our world. Not the church, not religion, not the federal government, not more laws, not turning over a new leaf. The only answer to the needs of our world is a power that can transform people from the inside out. And the only source of that kind of life-transforming power is Jesus. Amen? The one who broke into our world and changed life from emptiness to meaning and changed death from a period to a comma and changed future from a question mark to an exclamation point. That's what our world needs most today. It's no wonder in, in the New Testament book of Acts Chapter 5, verse 42, it says those first century Christians got it and they did not cease teaching and preaching Jesus Christ in the marketplace because he's the greatest gift that has ever been given. So there's nothing wrong with giving gifts. It's It's an important part of Christmas. But wouldn't this be an incredible Christmas If somehow through our personal witness, all of us who have received Jesus could also give him, for he is the greatest gift of all. You saw last night how long it took to share one candlelight from one candle to a thousand candles in this sanctuary. It took about five minutes if we took the witness of Christ and did the same thing with that that we did with that candlelight, one person telling one person 
and then those two people going and telling two more, and then those four people going and telling two more, and then those eight people going and telling two more. It would multiply so quickly. The pyramid of telling people about Jesus could surround our globe in a matter of days. We have the greatest news in the world and the most wonderful day of the year to celebrate it. Let's make our celebration more than something we do personally in our homes. Let's make it public in our world by sharing the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Father, we are in your house today because at Christmas... We can't imagine any other place we'd rather be. It is incumbent upon us to acknowledge the birth of the Messiah and the difference he made in our world by cutting history in two. Before Christ and in the year of our Lord. And from now on, history will always be marked from that date when Jesus was born. And not only the difference he made in our world, but the difference he made possible in each and every one of our lives here this morning. If we will only believe and receive him into our hearts as Lord and Savior, he will provide what we're looking for. And then we'll have something to share with the world that is going to pieces and desperately needs hope and a future. Like folks who have the greatest truth of all time, help us not hoard it, but share it. Because in sharing, it multiplies the joy. And we see folks come to know and love you too. And that's why you left us here on earth. To be change agents in our lives and in the lives of those around us. So like those in the Christmas story, we open up our hearts And we invite you to come in and to use us and do with us and through us what you desire. For your purposes are greater than ours and for those we were created. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'll be at the front to receive you if you have a decision to make public this morning. I can't imagine a more appropriate day or hour to respond to Jesus as Lord and Savior than on Christmas Day.